0: for a single soul let your heart also be ping in browser since you
1: and me through
0: welcome to another living life Uh, From the very moment the gospel came alive in this world, uh, one unfortunate thing followed with it, and that was false teachers. Uh, Wherever the gospel went, and this is actually true today as well, uh, the false gospel taught by false teachers, it follows it. You know, we don't like to focus on the negative too much, uh, but the bulk of 2 Peter is not actually about the many blessings that God gives to his people, uh, but it's a lot more on the dangerous and damnable teachings of false teachers. Uh, but Paul, uh, but Peter knew there was one way for us to combat this, and that was with the truth. He knew that the truth will set us free. So it is that this truth that Peter speaks of today. Uh, so with that, join me in reading today's scripture together.
1: Second Peter chapter two verses one through eleven. But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them and their destruction has not been sleeping. For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah by burning them to ashes and made them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man who was distressed by the depraved conduct of lawless. For that righteous man, living among them day after day, was tormented in his righteous soul by the lawless deeds he saw and heard. If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. This is especially true of those who follow the corrupt desire of the flesh and despise authority. Bold and arrogant, they are not afraid to heap abuse on celestial beings. Yet even angels, although they are stronger and more powerful, do not heap abuse on such beings when bringing judgment on them from the Lord.
0: In today's passage, uh, Paul introduces the topic, the theme that will occupy the rest of this letter. It's a denunciation of false teachers. Uh, He begins by explaining why they are so dangerous. Uh, He says in verse 1 that they're destructive. Uh, He says in verse 2 that people end up following in their depraved conduct. And he says in verse 3 that these false teachings are meant to exploit others. Uh, they're very dangerous. They're a danger onto that person. They're a danger onto all the people around them. You know, one of the most difficult conversations I ever had was a person uh, who grew up as a Christian but fell out of it. Uh, she was a Christian growing up, and she was a Christian most of her young life, uh, but ended up following another religion as she got older. Uh, she got jaded by everything else and started following this very strange teaching. And when we were having this conversation, uh, it was a very impossible conversation, Uh, There was no way for us to be able to communicate correctly. And I felt really like disheartened and and feeling so powerless afterwards. Uh, But I still left with a glimmer of hope, knowing that I was able to at least present, convey the truth of the gospel to her. You know, we live in a world where absolute truth is held with very deep suspicion. Uh, It's not about truth, they say. There are no truths. That's what we often hear. Instead, we say, you know, if it works for me, it's okay. It's not for everyone, but as long as it works for me, as long as it brings me fulfillment, as long as it brings me spiritual fulfillment, then it's okay. And as long as it is my truth, who are you to impede on it? And we have embraced this pluralism in the name of tolerance. Uh, But because we live in this world and because we live in this culture as Christians, it is now more important for us to be able to hold on to this truth to know what the truth is, to be able to live it out and to share it, and to fight off the lies that may come our way. You know, Peter, he doesn't mince words when he talks about what's going to happen, the consequences of these false teachers. He says in verse 3, "...their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping." You know, Paul says it, if it was some kind of promise. And then he goes on from verses 4 to 6, and he shows examples of God's past judgment on these type of people uh, in the Old Testament. In the first verse, he talks about the story of damnation of sinful angels. Uh, we're not as familiar with this story, uh, but we take Peter's word here to be true. He goes on, he talks about the great flood during the time of Noah. And then afterwards, he ends it with the, uh, the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he talks about all of these as examples of God's judgment on those who are not righteous, who goes against the word of God. And then he contrasts it with the salvation of those who are righteous. And he says in verse 9, If this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteousness for punishment on the day of judgment. You know, one of the questions that many of us have in faith is that why bad things might happen to good people. Why do we see bad things happen to us or happen to other Christians or happen to seemingly good people? And why good things just happen to bad people? How come they're not punished for what they do? And why even these false teachers, even living today, why they're allowed to go on without any impunity or any punishment? But Peter reminds us today that God is just that God's righteousness and his justice will prevail, no matter what we think and no matter what we see right now. And God works for the, those for those who love him, those who are able to call him, Father, as we know this verse so well, and that he will bless us and he will continue to bless us as long as we stand firm in our faith. And there will be a time when the godly will be rescued and he will hold the unrighteousness for judgment. You know, God is not standing silent. Uh, we can rest assured and be assured of his justice to come Uh, so what does that mean for us what does that mean for us Uh, like many things it means that we need to respond to it it's how we respond to this that's so important Uh, we can do nothing right we could be like oh you know god will take care of it there's nothing for us to do or we could join in on what god is doing already in our midst we could first by condemning the sin that we have in our hearts to hate it By tearing out the sin that we have, uh, just being able to absolutely have hatred for that sin. But secondly, to be able to witness the truth in our own community. It's not an attitude of saying that, you know what, I'm content with my own salvation. I'm happy I know Jesus. No one else needs to know him. I don't care about anyone else. No, it's not doing that. But doing all that we can to be able to spread the gospel and to show what it means to live according to it and be able to share and help those who have not yet known the gospel in their own lives. You know, faith is a very precious, it's an amazing gift from God, a uh, one that he gives to us freely. Uh, so today, let us anchor ourselves onto this faith, onto the truth of Jesus, and respond by joining him in his redemptive work by being a witness To that truth. All throughout the New Testament letters, uh, the apostles, they warn us of false teachers. Uh, We see Paul doing it. We see Jude doing it. We see Peter doing it in today's passage as well. You know, but did you notice that we have a far more false teachers and we have far more false teachings today than during the lifetime of these apostles. That means we must always stand guard. We must guard our hearts. We've got to be alert and have a sober mind, as Peter likes to say. And we need to continue to trust and only trust in the Word of God. Uh, There are many people out there who are using you know, the word of God and the gospel and the twisting it around for their own ways, in dangerous, destructive ways to be able to exploit others. Uh, therefore, we need to always go back to the source and have the word of God as our anchor, as a foundation of our faith. know, as we walk into these final days of 2020, I pray that everyone will be able to continue to see God, uh, continue to hear God's voice and be able to feel his presence each day as we meditate on these devotionals together. Uh, Let's all pray. Uh, Dear Lord, we thank you for this amazing gift of faith and also for the gift of your word. Uh, Lord, we pray that we are able to hold on to this truth, hold on to the word and allow it to speak into our lives. Uh, That we are not twisting it, that we are not using it for our own benefit and we're also not allowing others to speak those false teachings to us help us lord to always be strong and firm in our faith help us lord to always be alert and a sober mind so that we could fight off any attack that may come our way and help us especially as we go on to this new year to be able to use the word as an anchor of our faith lord we thank you and we love you and we pray all this in jesus name amen
1: single soul reaching a
0: further and stepping in closer to the